back to another episode of Original Understudies, where I've gathered the world's most original understudies, and we're going to perform improv comedy for you. Uh, let's welcome back, gosh, it's been so long, Miranda, oh. thanks for being here. Ah. How are you? And would you like people to find you? If so, where could they find you? Um, I, You could find me. I'm not... I'm easy to find, just boring to look at. So I would say Instagram at Miranda Shade. Uh, I just got back from the Grand Canyon. So I, I drove drove to the Grand Canyon. I fed some bear and then I came back. You fed some bear as in one bear? Uh, actually, there were two and then one walked over. So my friend works at Arizona, And since I'm a certified animal trainer and the laws aren't as strict in Arizona as they are in California in terms of, hey, just let your friends come feed a bear. I was able to go and help feed some bear bear chow. They're like little pellets. Wait, is animal training certification like a catch-all? You are certified <laughs> to train all animals? Uh, you do have to... I specialize, the two I specialize in are dogs and rats. Those are my two. Uh, but yeah, it's close I mean, enough to bear. Close enough right. to bear. <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't train the bear to eat. It just, but there is a, a catch all certification, but there are people who, you know, like they specialize more in one thing or another. There's one friend of mine who specializes in fish, he trains fish to swim certain directions. I mean, fish aren't even animals, are they? <laughs> I <laughs> eat all of them. And welcome back, Rich Baker. Hey. Rich, thanks for being here today. Thanks uh, for having me. Where can people find you online? Uh, at Rich Baker Coaching on Instagram or Facebook or richbakercoaching.com. Wonderful. And Jack Zulo. Jack, thanks for being here. Uh, is it jackzulo.com? Yes, that would be the best place to find me. Uh, I found yesterday jamesheaney.com is no longer being used by a regular person. It's just being held by something called Bicycle Creative. <laughs> and uh, on the page, it just said, um, like, if you want it, like, name a price. So I said $50. And I immediately got a back uh, a response saying, you're going to need to offer substantially more money <laughs> for this website. So I wrote back to them. I said, so I've never done this before. Like, what's a reasonable request? And they have not responded. So I guess they weren't looking for somebody that was worth a reasonable uh, request. Did you get Jack Sulo back before anybody had it, or did you have to buy it off somebody? No, I weirdly cornered the market for Jack Zulo uh, very early. Unfortunately, it was a buyer's market, not a seller's market. Uh, and uh, now I own everything Jack Zulo online, and I'm trying to get people to tune in and drop out. <laughs> nice. I dated a guy. Um, I did date a guy that, that was very paranoid and had me buy – Miranda say Miranda shade sucks.com <laughs> Miranda shade like uh, he, he had a list and I got like about five different ones in case <laughs> I made someone mad and they wanted to build a website they'd have to buy the title off of me so I could at least make money off of that so I can thank my ex-boyfriend for that well, that's nice. yeah I would I would I would go with Miranda in the shade <laughs> <laughs> 
if there I was gonna Miranda in the shade, that is a good I would one. Just, if I was to destroy your your online, your online <laughs> credibility, throw Miranda in the shade. Yeah. And we have Jake Regal. Jake, uh, where can people find you? Uh, at Jake Regal on things. I do own jakeregal.com. Uh, and how hard was it? Not hard at all. I've had it for over a decade. It used to be an actual website, but people don't use websites anymore. So it's just sort of a parked, empty WordPress now. Um, I was the first internet relevant Jake Regal, except for a racing dog. I used to have mm. to compete for SEO with a race dog named Jake Regal. But was it a beagle? I I don't know. I never probably not because it was a racing dog, but I don't know for sure. As as dogs are wont to do, uh, he decided to no longer exist, and so Ooh. I have crushed him for a uh, front page of Google since then. And now I'm up against this, nice. the cross player who's doing some job that I'm not. I don't know what he's doing. But this other Jake Regal, I've tried. I thought about contacting him. I've never pulled the trigger. And last but not least, we have Cole Stratton back. Thanks for being here, Cole. Thanks. I can be least. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. No, you're not. You're never going to be least in my book. Uh, what's What's your story? Where Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I also own ColeStratton.com, and my uh, bicycle uh, creative owns JamesHeeney.com. So we're just waiting on a good bid. <laughs> Jesus, figure out what to do with it. Actually, if, funny enough, like I, I run SS Sketchfest, which most people know from this, and we have SSSketchfest.com. But years ago, we were trying to buy like even it's like ten plus years ago we're trying to buy related urls so it would get directed to us and one was like san francisco comedy festival.com or whatever because we are that our subtitle is the san francisco comedy festival and some other guy owned it like i'm not gonna say who this is but he's a san francisco dude and so we contacted him and then he was just like i want 30k passes for life like all sorts of stuff and we're like dude it's a url redirect like we're not even like have fun you can say it was joe rice aroni like you can it was blow joe it up it uh, makes me call him joseph rice aroni and he's a treat uh, so yeah you can find me at colestratton.com or stratton cole on uh instagram cole stratton former blue check mark on twitter and uh well, did you know about that hack that worked for like half a day yeah no, you could put former blue check mark or whatever next in your bio, and it showed back up. I did that. And I was oh, like, "That's oh, really cool. funny." And then it was gone like three hours <laughs> later. But it's kind of a funny little hack that somebody figured out. Um, and also, you can find me Tuesday nights at the Inkwell Tavern in Burbank running Neurology. So if you're in the LA area, nice. come play the trivia game. It's lots of fun. I am done teaching on Tuesdays for a while, so I might be able to make it out there. You should. It's, it's a blast. Um, so thirty thousand is too much, but what's a what's a good price to like? What, what, is it For your crazy own name, you, fifty dollars should have been adequate, unless there's like a very yeah. public figure with your name. Is there? No, not that I know. The closest would be Seamus Heaney, which is not James at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not really well, allowed right. to cyber squat after a certain point. Like you can. There are laws to protect that. You can literally be like, I I should have usage to this because I'm established in the public, blah, blah, blah. That's like if I went and bought like LeBronJames.com, I couldn't, you know, squat on it forever. It's up. It's available, guys. It's on GoDaddy. I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. I'll use yesterday as my first attempt, but I don't know how long they've had it. I know that a long time ago I tried and I ended up with the real James Heaney because it wasn't available. Um I like that. And I, I like the real James yeah, Heaney, by the way. I, I, I like, like it too. Yeah. I like it too, but I would I would just <laughs> redirect it to James Heaney. Like I've always been told the smaller the better. Like just this if I could just have the letter E. You were told that by a girl. <laughs> no, I certainly was not. 
Uh, sorry. But average, I've heard average is just fine. <laughs> what if he was, though? What if that was somebody's kink? Like, the smaller the penis, the better. <laughs> Half an inch? Let's go home yeah. right now. Let's pay yeah. the bill and go home. The, uh, the domain micropenis.com is available. <laughs> JamesCDMicropenis.com. Actually, my school collective has that, but the real micropenis.com is available. Okay. So go there. All right, so here's our email. <clears throat> it's uh, it's just starts off with no like like hello or anything. It's just right to the point. Huh. Just something I've been thinking about. Not being aware of the results to a bad decision you made. My example, in seventh grade, a friend asked me to help with lights and sound for the school play. Awesome. Sounds great. Problem is, I didn't know the play and had not been to any rehearsals. Needless to say, it did not go well. Yet somehow I had fun and couldn't be bothered. I was even chatting with the female members of the cast with confidence I've never had since. <laughs> Hopefully that provides a launch point for conversation and some excellent com- comical, <laughs> comical improv. Forever a listener, Tim Umstead. Um, I'm going to respond to that in like a half listening kind of way. I I know what you were asking, but I heard about the the play business. I'm going to tell a story about running tech at a play. Uh Uh, I briefly was the light board operator at the Colony Theater in Burbank, California. uh, And I was specifically working on a play called Indoor Outdoor, which it would not be surprising to me if this has been scrubbed from the internet because... It was a play about an indoor cat who falls in love with an outdoor cat. And how difficult is that? And it starred a pre-famed Tessa Thompson. And it's like, she's so cool now that like for this extremely dorky play to be on her resume, I I imagine she just tried to wipe it from existence. I've like asked her to like sit in at UCB shows I've done and she just will not respond to me. And of course Mm. she won't. Uh, But anyhow, uh, I ran lights and, um, it was mostly just pressing left or, or right for the next cue, next cue, next cue. I did have to time some lights to the song Who Let the Dogs Out. Uh, so uh, like a, a backlit uh, uh, flash of light every time they went who, 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 who. Anyhow, uh, I had to miss the last week of the run because I was in college and I was going back to college, back up to Santa Cruz. And so I trained my friends to do it and... The last day I was there, we switched from him uh, like ghosting me to me watching, shadowing me, to me shadowing him, like watching him do it. And he fucked up so badly, so many cues. And I just had to sit there and sort of watch. And I'm like, I can't fix this. (laughs) I just have to watch you bathe them in darkness in the middle of a scene and then immediately press like back, 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 back. <laughs> uh, so that went pretty badly. This is sort of related, but not quite the same. But like at Sketchfest one year, we had Facebook improv. We had that a lot, um, which I don't think they can call themselves that anymore. But it's like Paul Shear and Rob Hubel and all those guys. And the way they would do it is they would bring up an audience volunteer and they would like broadcast their Facebook page onto the screen. And then he would like kind of poke around it and ask questions and stuff. And they'd use that as inspiration for the improv. This one time, this woman came up. And he was poking around and all of a sudden this like instant message comes up from some dude be like, Hey, blah, blah, like what's up or whatever. And she just like shut down and turned bright red. And of course, Paul was like, Oh, Hey, what's this? Who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's this guy or whatever. And like her husband was in the audience and it was like, <laughs> basically like an affair was exposed on stage more or less. And it's wow. like, you know, if you're communicating with this dude via Facebook messenger, 
it shows you're online. What in the world are you doing volunteering to go up on stage and publicly yeah. have a come like the off chance that this guy contacts you and says anything flirty or whatever. It was pretty like uncomfortable <laughs> to say the least. I, uh, oh. I have something that, Oh, uh, Miranda, you look like you're chopping at the bit. Oh, no. Uh, well, I was just going back because I, I was going to go back to the idea that it was a decision that you made kind of willy nilly, not realizing the ramifications. Am I understanding that that was kind of the spirit of it? Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Because, uh, just quickly, uh, as quickly as I can say this, I taught swing dancing for years at the Derby. And then when swing, this was 20 years ago, guys, swing eventually died a little bit. And so I didn't have as much work. And the girl I used to dance with, that's all her bread and butter was, was teaching swing. So she had to go into different things. And I would get these phone calls that were things like, and this was back when you had an answering machine where you had to go, and then it'd be like, boop, and then it would play. And I would, it would say something like, if Jimmy Kimmel calls, you know how to Turkish dance. And it was like, it was kind of like a Lucy and Ethel. But anyway, one day she goes, (laughs) would you, would you please sit in for me as a magician assistant? And I went, sure. How hard could that be? (laughs) Uh, It was the, the worst experience of my life yet fun to be able to say. And that's, that's in, in general, what it was in total. Is that why you don't have a bottom half of a body? Right. That's why I'm only a torso. (laughs) Um, Mr. President, uh, uh, someone who says that you should know them by the name Billy Tompkins, uh, he would like to have a phone call with you. I guess he's asking you to come to a party. Or so. I, I, I honestly, he was so over the top. I just said, give me a minute. Billy Tompkins, why the hell are you having some crazy guy just hit me up? Mr. President, he seems adamant that you were childhood friends. And I've had a lot you... of childhood friends, haven't you? Yeah, sure. Okay, Mr. President, I'll, I'll deal with this Billy Tompkins myself. <clears throat> and don't bother me again unless there's something really important, like... Uh, I'm so sorry, but if you're going to have your pants off, you should close the door, Mr. Fine. President. Fine! No taken! <clears throat> Billy? Yes? Um, the president, uh, the president's unavailable what? right now. President Kazoo won't talk to me. That guy's got such a big <laughs> head now. Yeah, I know he's well, the president uh, of, of the United States. I get that. But he's still like little well, Billy, little Dante Kazoo. I'm Billy, so, you know. I, you know, we were yeah, Billy and Dante yes. back then. We were like, we were buds. We had a kazoo band. And like, I understand. If you tell me exactly what it is that you need, I'll try to approach him um, <clears throat> when he's more available. Well, we're, we're just having a, a reunion of a bunch of the fellas uh, from sixth grade who, uh, you know, we had a little pickup band. Uh, we both played kazoo. Some people played uh, a comb with wax paper over it. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. We were just going to get together on Saturday and just play some of the old songs, which was mostly uh, the theme from Ghostbusters instrumental. But, you know, it was fun. And you promised that you do know him and he would remember if you if you saw him. Of course. Of course. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to do you a favor, Billy. I'm going to sneak this into his schedule cuz he's he doesn't work on Saturdays. He's the president. That's a government day off. Okay. I penciled it at what time? 
Uh, we're aiming for 11.30. We say 11.30 because we want to start by noon. We know how people are, so. Oh, that's even better. And uh, where can we uh, Where can we land Air Force One? Do you have a... Uh, well, uh, we're uh, meeting at the Dairy Queen on 7th and uh, Main. Uh, there's not really a helipad there, um, but, you know, you can bring him down, however... Marcus, uh, please come in. <clears throat> I want okay. you to have a seat here, please. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, the hospital, I'm, I'm the head of the hospital and I needed to bring you in. And I'm, I'm not even referring to you as doctor right now because you had someone sit in for you on surgery. You said that person was qualified. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want you to explain why the nurses had to tell him what the different instruments were. I mean, you gave us an assurance that this person knew that you had walked him through the surgery. Yeah, no, he, um, he has <coughs> successfully um, removed a goiter from a rat. And so I thought that he would be fine to do an appendectomy or to okay. do a... Okay. Um, I, I want you to, to just remind me that you know the difference biologically speaking. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's just ridiculous that I have to ask you this, but you do realize that a rat is biologically different than yeah, a, it's a smaller. human. It's smaller, but they right. got almost all of the same parts. The um, ratios are off a little bit, but if you okay. can heal a rat, you can heal a person. <laughs> okay. okay, Marcus, you are a Please stinker. do call me doctor. I'm still a doctor. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I, it, Rats are biologically very different than a, than a human. I want you to, you know what? Look at this. Look at this glass. See how okay. this one's smaller. There's, and then this glass is larger. And I bet I yeah. could fill either one of those up okay. with water and chug it. No problem. Okay. That, no, <laughs> sorry. No, Marcus, that isn't even, that isn't even where I'm going with this theory. The okay. theory is that the contents of the smaller glass are clearly different than the contents of the larger glass. Would you agree? I mean, they're not even the same color. Would you agree? Well, the larger one is orange juice and the smaller one appears to be uh, feces. So, okay, right. sure. <laughs> that took me a while to get ready. Hey, fellas, look, it's two cup Marcus. Oh, back <laughs> oh, to oh, brag. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they call me two cups. What's it to you? Yeah, well, you know, it's not that impressive. I'm just going to say it. Yes, I understand that you can chug two cups worth of things at one time. You want to see it? Is that what you're saying? You want to see it? Okay, Marcus, I understand. You're good at chugging. You you know what? You were great. I, I Give have me more, more proof. Give me another small cup of no, proof. No, I'll no, do it no. again. I, you know what? That was, uh, that was, first of all, that was disarming my whole intention of what this was about. The importance was that the contents are essentially different, just like a rat is different than a human. So bringing in someone who is, is good with rats, biologically speaking, what made you think they were going to be good with a You know what? You know what? I think your first problem was challenging two-cup markets. Sorry. Dr. Two-Cup Marcus. I may be stuck in this cage, but I'm in love with you, bird, outside the window. I love you so much. One day I'm going to fly next to you.
That's the sound I love so much. I dream about it every night. Rat, you're going to have to have a better place than that. Yeah. Uh, what am I talking about? I can't. I can't offer you anything. I mean, there's barely enough room in this cage for me. If I was to let you out, would you know where to go? Wait a second. You have the ability to open this cage from the outside? I, I don't know. I've tried lots of things. I've eaten worms. Whoa. I've picked I just up eat a these can. seeds they give me. I can try to let you out. Oh, if you let me out, like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll just, like, that'd be so great. Like, do whatever I want is not very specific. Can you be more specific? Oh. I have other offers. Um, I'll, uh, I got, um, uh, uh, I feel you want like some you seed? I got some thinking seed. about this as much as I've been thinking about you. Oh. Uh, oh, how pretty. Uh, another little bird. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Put it in the cage. <sighs> hey. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we're roomies now. Oh, great show, Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Woo! 1996 <laughs> is never going to end. <laughs> yeah, we're living in a permanent Zoot Suit Riot. That's yeah. us, right? And we're throwing back bottles of beer. <laughs> hey, guys, I've added seven more trumpet players to the band. We're going hard. Oh, yeah, we can afford it. <laughs> this sounds financially sound. What, we got MSG today, then we're flying over to the Forum for next weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, six dates at Wembley, and uh, yeah, it's it's never gonna stop. And you know what? I got we got mighty mighty Boston's opening for us on the second leg of the tour. So <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. We got to talk to our booking agent. I mean, playing New York, then flying to L.A., then going over to London. Seems like it's a lot of travel. We could probably do it a little more efficiently, don't you think? Oh, we can afford the gas. And first class accommodations each step of the way. I like, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Thank I'm you. sorry to interrupt the jam sesh, but I'm looking. Uh, I got a phone call for Smooth Slick Rick. Uh, it's uh, it's allegedly it's a childhood friend of yours. I guess you used to play in a kazoo band. <gasps> Is that the guy with the comb? I, I don't know. His name's Billy Thompkins. He's on the phone. <laughs> it's for Cool Slick Rick. Now, which one of us is cool, slick Rick? <laughs> Did I make a mistake? Or none of us? Well, I know there's I a slick Rick, but number. I don't think he's in the cherry popping dance. <laughs> that's just normal well, slick Rick. That's why we couldn't take that that's name. Right. He's right. a you know hip hop icon. So we took cool slick Rick, deaf slick Rick, normal slick Rick. Those are the three slick Ricks and the cherry popping daddies. We got hmm. all those websites well in advance. They're not going to be hard okay. to get at all later. <laughs> Well, hey, it's 1997. Every website's cheap. Right. Yeah. GeoCities for life. I'll, I'll tell him it's the wrong number. Oh, it is 1997. Okay. You know what? I got hit on the head real hard. <laughs> and I thought you were talking about how great it was to play like it was back in 1997. Well, I think you oh. need to leave. Go, Daddy, go. Go, Daddy, go. Go, Daddy, go. <laughs> 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 Original Understudies. 
there was one Mission Improbable show that I did on the road, and I believe it was either. I don't know. I can't remember, but they were on stage reading somebody's text messages for this game that we'd play where you'd one person would only speak with text messages. And it was kind of like, it's kind of like actor's nightmare, that game. And they started reading out loud, like some numbers and the whole audience was very startled. It turns out that they read the, not the pin number to an ATM, which was what initially I was like, I would never read that because that sounds like a pin number, but it was the code to get into the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, and the people in the audience could tell by the, I guess, the reference of the context of the text message that they had just given away the the access code to the dorms there. <laughs> I uh, was a waitress at a at a cinema draft house years ago, and this is just kind of somewhat related, where a guy came in with with a girl, and I knew him vaguely, had seen him, you know, we talk on occasion in between classes because we would crisscross on campus. And so I was his server and I got his meals and everything. The next day he comes back and Cinema Draft House is going to see the same movie. And I was kind of like, huh, that's weird. And I wasn't looking at the girl and I went, hey, so you're back again. Do you want the same thing from last night? (laughs) (laughs) And then realized he was married. And I kid you not, he, and so that was the beginning of that breakup. The same night, very quickly to add on, the same night, a guy comes in, looked kind of young, cinema draft house, lights are down. You used to, if they ordered a beer, you'd have to take their ID and you guy have to take your ID into the light because I have to look at it and I'll bring it back. So the guy orders a beer, he's young. I go, I need to take your ID. I go into the thing, come back and I go, number one, I'm not giving you your drink because you're not 21. Number two, this is a fake ID. Number three, I know because I dated this guy and he never fucking called me back. Threw it down on the table. Wow. <laughs> so that was all in one night. Wow. One time yeah. at uh, Comedy Sports Chicago, we we're playing that same game, James. And, uh, you know, Comedy Sports is very clean, right? Like if you say something uh-huh. dirty, you get a brown bag foul on it. And so we would get, you know, all kinds of different uh, people in the audience. Uh, but, you know, so there was this guy who volunteered to come up to play texts from last night and uh, gave us his phone. And he was very well dressed, looked like he was out on the night's party. And I didn't really see who he was sitting with beforehand. So I get his phone and my job is to, you know, find text that I can say in the scene out of context uh, and every single thread. I mean, every thread was just sexting, sexting pictures, like threesomes. And like he knew it when he handed me the phone and he kind of handed me with a sly face. And I looked, I start scrolling and I just look at him. He's like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) I I think I maybe said three lines the whole scene just because I could find almost no lines that were comedy sports appropriate. Did you wash your hands after you gave him the phone back? Because I would need. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me lick my finger (laughs) before I use it to swipe the screen. You yeah. don't need to lick your face. That's for paper, right, James? You know that. Oh, I didn't know. I'm going to hold up something. You tell me if it's a cell phone or paper. Cell phone so or paper. When he goes to sit down after the game, I look and see who he's sitting with. He's got two. He's got a woman on each side of him. He had come oh, on, a, on a, like, oh. he had brought two chicks to the comedy sports show. Is oh. that a double date? Is, uh, does that count as a double no, date? It's, it's a, a pre threesome is what oh. it is. It's a presum. It's a presum. A presum. Original Understudies. 
Is it a table for two, or will there be others joining you soon? Yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna be having, uh, you know, you know, my my friend right here. Uh, she's gonna be with me. But then, uh, I think over okay. the course of the night, we're gonna have a few people sit down. Yeah, yeah. Um, please let me know right ahead of time. Is this some sort of speed dating thing that you have going on? Uh, no, I've been known to last a long time. <laughs> it's not gonna be fast. It's not gonna be fast at all. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, then <clears throat> we'll probably have you in a booth in the back corner. Uh, that big, that big horseshoe booth. Uh, <laughs> that one. That looks like it should fit. Uh, Barnaby, can we talk to you for a second? We really don't think you're TGI Friday's material. You're a little stuffy. Me? Y- yes, Barnaby. Oh, but, uh, I, uh, I'm just trying to sound professional. Well, yes, but this is TJI Fridays. You're supposed to sound fun, comforting. It's the neighborhood. We're buddies. We're pals, you know? So you're going to go back out there. I know that you already set that table of, well, now four. It's now a table of four, and it seems to be ever really growing. I need you to go up there, and I need you to just give them a little bit of that TGI Fridays spirit, okay? Uh, maybe okay. give them some jalapeno poppers or something on us, and just really uh, live it up a little bit, Barnaby, Okay. Okay, I'll try. It's not my typical personality. Hey, there he is! <laughs> oh, I brought the poppin' poppers! <laughs> Who wants to do some poppers? <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna I'll put them poppers. down at the table. It's a little early. Oh, I think it I closed back up. By, it is okay, a little no, early for poppers. poppers. I mean, usually okay, that's well. the end of the night. We're doing poppers to keep the night going, you know? Wow. You guys are a lot of fun. You know, I was uh, just trying to get a, I was trying to get jiggy with it in, in the back, <laughs> and I danced my way over here with the <laughs> Barnaby. Uh, with Barnaby, the that, that uh-huh. accent you got, where's that from? I mean, it, it seems very classy. Oh, I grew up in the suburbs, so <laughs> the oh, suburbs. Uh, so I guess it was suburban. Yeah, suburban. General suburb. Yeah, general. Yeah, sounds very great. Um, oh, can I read that pin? Bring those suspenders oh. over here. <gasps> oh, you, I love careful, your. Those are attached flares. to my pants. <laughs> 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 Sorry about your chest. <laughs> Wait, Barnaby, are you a model? I mean, you, you look like, is this like your side hustle? Are you modeling yeah. on the side? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, that sounds so silly. Uh, Carl, you're a great uh, general manager of this TGI Fridays, but uh, uh, and I, I think you've stumbled onto something pretty genius here. A huge orgy broke out last night in your store, as I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah, I'm very aware, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has been great for business. So we need you. We're going to promote you to regional manager. We want your threesome orgy policy for TGI Fridays to just, we want it to sweep the whole nation. We want to change the slogan. Are you sure you want to change the name to thank God it's fucking? Because I don't don't think that's, (laughs) I mean, this is good, this one thing, but this is a family establishment. All right, everybody, I'm going to be the intimacy coordinator for this TGI Fridays commercial shoot. Uh, Now, how Mm -hmm. comfortable are we with uh, full Mm. penetration on camera? Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Actually, uh, yes to I, I, all. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to say I am. I would be very uncomfortable if full penetration was not involved. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, in today's spot, we are trying to highlight our new and improved mozzarella sticks. Uh, mm. The breading is uh, firmer and the insides mm. are mushier. Mm. Uh, so. The way we're going to do that is with sort of a human analogy. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the details to you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we're going to need is uh-huh. oil. A hmm. lot of oil and that add a hole. I'd like to I'd like to maybe uh, add my creative juices to this. Mm, um, juices. I, I, yeah. I'm thinking ass to mouth. Ass mm. to mouth. Okay. I don't mm. see how that applies to mozzarella sticks, but I think it'll be just a fun vibe for the commercial itself. Okay. Sorry, I'm, okay. the, uh, I'm the wardrober and uh, they said there's no clothes, but they do want a lot of buttons put all over you. They said a lot of flair. So I just put them in your skin. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would be great. I, I always like a little piercing through my skin to get the night really flying. Great. I'll start at your back. You just keep going. Go ahead. Hey, uh, could we, uh, really quickly yep. have a, a little crew mini here actors stay over there a crew mini really quickly we got to talk about how we're going to frame this and all that so if you guys all can right. we'll over just here. be over here practicing great, <laughs> great. Yeah, practicing we're, this is practicing all right uh hey who cast that guy he's got like a half inch penis like it's not gonna read this is the smallest one I've ever seen. Did no one? I'm sure they're just going to fix it in post, right? That's super expensive. Can't we just get a guy with like a photographable schlong? Like, I don't understand. Like, I can't lens that. All right. I've shot a lot of commercials. I'm very good at my job. You want me to get the penis extender, boss? Yeah, I think we should. Go ahead and get it. All right. I'll go get it. Listen, this is embarrassing, but but uh, as the director, I cast him because <clears throat> it's a lot bigger than mine is. I, uh, how big do they get? I haven't seen that many penises, but... Wait, wait. By a, a lot bigger than half a ledge? Like, are you an innie? What's... <laughs> it's twice as... Not an innie. That's if, that's offensive. Uh, wait, it, wait. It's, innie's, it's half, innie's not normal? Um, I Innie's think, not normal. I think... Uh, I think any is really just a vagina. I that's I wasn't going to say that, uh, but that's what I thought too. Are you? You, you might be a woman. Uh, you might want to check your. And that's that's okay. Yeah, no, this that's might. great. But like an any penis is really just a vagina. Look, I don't do acting, which is a shame because I'm 28 inches down there, and that's oh I'm not bragging. God. It is the world's <laughs> longest penis. But I was like, no, I'm an artist. I shoot things. And you know, widescreen format. So uh, I, it's too bad I don't act because this would definitely get it done. But I just can't do that. I'm I am a, a cinematographer. I'm a DP, and not the kind of DP you want on this set. You know, well, you know what I'm saying for this commercial. I'll say so. I'll say as as makeup. Uh, I, I think I think uh, for me that the the one inch is fine. It's easier for me. Uh, less shadows for me to work with. So uh, and I think Electric would agree with me on that one. Well, for sound, um, I can't ankle strap it, but we can just put it around the ankle. So that works. All right. You know what? what? Maybe I'm complaining. Let's just do a take and see what happens. Okay. Oh, my God. Didn't you date her? Is, is she, didn't you date that girl that teach you on Friday's commercial? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. Stephen, yeah. she's famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Call she her. Is, yeah, I, now. Yeah. Call her. Yeah. I mean, come on, Stephen. I'm sure that, like, what if we did, I don't know, what if we did a threesome? I, I, I mean, great. I just, like, I don't know her anymore. She's, she kind of, you know, she went on and now she's famous and now she doesn't return my texts and, you know, it's. You've been texting her? 
just a congratulations about the commercial. But, uh, you okay, know, that makes yeah. sense. Here, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe what we gotta do is we gotta put some pictures on social media that makes you look like you're doing really cool, and she'll want to talk to you. There you go. I did just get this new okay. penis extender. So, oh my god, I didn't know. How does that? Do you just pop it on the end? Yeah, yeah. It's got a little crankshaft here. Oh, you crank it. Okay, well, let's. Uh, I guess. Would we put a selfie? Is it going to be a selfie? How how is this going to work on social media? I mean, I don't know. We can, yeah, we need a selfie of our faces and go underneath this frame is we're extending penises. Or, yeah, that's pro- it probably won't get flagged. And Stephen, put it on. Put it on. Okay. And make a face of somebody that's enjoying a, a, a penis extender. So will I. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's on. Wow, that is so convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just pops on like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Now, let's see. My arms my arms are so short, it's hard to get us both in the picture. Okay. It's okay. Just, you want to crank it nice and slowly. Don't go too fast. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't look like you're enjoying it. You're trying to look too cool. You got to look like you're having pleasure. I'm having so much pleasure. It looks like you're in pain. I want a pleasure face. Dante, I gotta say, I'm so glad you got me involved in this. I'm sorry Air Force One took out your family's uh, Dairy Queen, but this was a lot of good times. Yeah, um, is the government gonna, I don't know, like, pay for rebuilding? sure, the government pays for everything. I just write the checks and Congress signs them. Well, thanks. I mean, the guys were, well, they were happy you showed up until the plane mowed most of them down. Well, had I known, I would have brought Marine One, but they scheduled me in Air Force One, and I took the plane. I mean, Marine One, we're landlocked. Marine One wouldn't have really been... Much of it. Uh, never mind. Um, well, that's the- Sorry, I'm late. It's me, Science Slick Rick. I got here from the year 1997 via time Wait, machine. We got time travel now. Uh, yeah, from I was able to construct a time machine out of seven trumpets. What? I'm here. That's amazing. I Thank seen you. you. So long. Uh, what uh, are the rest of the Cherry Pop and Daddies like? Granddaddies now? Like, where are they? Well, back in the year 1997, where I'm from, no, we're on top of the pops. I'm assuming oh. that's still the case here in the year, what is it, 2008? <laughs> well, you know what? The cherry poppin' daddies are due for a revival. Yeah, here's the thing. You guys kind of disappeared in 1998. You got about two years left on that train that you're on currently. What? Maybe don't tell the guys. Just have fun with it, you know? Write it out. Oh, I've been burdened with this knowledge. There's nothing I can do to change the future. There's a lesson to be learned in time travel. Well, I mean, you could. there could be something you could do. It would be, probably be a cataclysmic butterfly effect if you did, but maybe it would extend the swing craze. Okay, I have good luck. to try. I'm going all the way back. Back I to the year 1996. <laughs> <laughs> My little lovebirds, I'm going to give you some seeds. <laughs> oh. oh, thanks. More seeds. 
Yeah, this is pretty much life in the cage. It's seeds, and then they put a sheet over us at night so we don't make a lot of noise, and, and then that's about it. It was so much better on the outside. Yeah, I was really hoping I'd join you on the outside rather than you join me on the inside, but, you know, we can make the best of it. Ooh. I feel like you distracted me, and that's how I got caught. Oh, Shoot, it's my fault. I'll go over to this side of the cage. Oh, hey, go, go, go. It looks, uh, go, go, looks, uh, kind of, kind of nice in there. Uh, you guys, uh, it's cold out here. And, uh, I was looking for maybe a place to move in. Cuckoo. I mean, we could make it a, we could have three of us in here, I guess. We could make it a threesome, Am right? Uh, that would be great. Cuckoo. Uh, I, 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 I think, I think I can open this cage from the outside. Oh, okay, oh, great. All right. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and three, two, one, shazam. Oh, wow. Looks like you can come right on in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, where are you guys going? Where are you guys going? Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Sharks, have I got something for you. How many of you suffer from tiny, tiny, tiny penises? Or maybe like really small vaginas? Sharks? All of us. All of us, of course. That's why we're millionaires. Yes. Yes. Well, introducing the penis extender and the vagina widener. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like... What? Two tools in one? I I think I'm interested in this. That does look a little bit like a medieval torture rack, but for a penis. Uh... That is how it appears, but trust me, it works. It's organic. I am willing to give you the $750,000 seed money if you give me first right of refusal on the design and 88% of your business. But that's my final offer. I've got a better offer. I think that's Hold on, hold on. Well, no, I was going to say every good pitch, as all of us know, involves a good backstory. I mean, you just didn't come up with this tool. You clearly have a very specific backstory, and we'd mm. love to hear that. Am I right? Um, I, mean, I, I would love to hear it. We'd love I, to I hear mean, the backstory sold, of, how, sold, of the origin, the, your origin well, story. Yeah, what is your such? origin story? My, my offer still stands, but what is your origin story? <laughs> well... Here it yes, is. Yes. It's kind of an everyday story. You've heard it a million times before. Sure. My dad had the smallest penis in wait, the wait, world. Wait, wait, wait. Your dad. This is, your dad. This is all about your dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Your origin story is about your dad. Yeah. And he uh, passed on an even smaller penis to me. If you would let me finish my sentence, now I don't even know if I should finish this. I don't even want you to invest in my thing anymore. I don't like, I mean, you know, this thing's going to be huge. It's going to be massive. All right. I've got a. I've got an offer for you. Okay. I will give you $250,000 for 5% of your company. And wow. if you make me happy with my body, okay. if you make wow. me feel good, good about my body. Uh, let me just hear from Barnaby. Barnaby, what, what do you have? What's your offer? Oh, I just really want my penis to be bigger. Um, so whatever you want, all of it. I'll give you everything. Wow. Okay. Whatever Barnaby's laying down is getting me in the mood. Oh, I'm going to be honest. Well, you want to put on some cherry popping daddies? 
I'm willing to partner up with with one of my my pop and daddy uh, business partners here. Does anyone wants to combine our pitch and our our investment? Oh, I want to partner up and combine with all of you right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a cis female, and not one of you has offered anything for me, and it would have been free. That's all. There I'm was a say. vagina stretcher. What kind of sharks are you? Well, it turns out all you really needed was each other. Aww. Wow. <laughs> This is someone else's story, but I coached someone who appeared on Shark Tank and <laughs> it's scripted like all things are scripted, uh, but like not mm. not all aspects of it are, but like what? the the weird elements of like uh, how everyone comes in with this weird like show, like that is not their idea. My, my, this, this guy was hired to portray Thor for someone's product that they clearly had no interest in having a guy portray Thor for, uh, so that's, I don't know, that's a that's a quarter of a story right there. He was also <laughs> training to be an Olympic weightlifter, but I don't think that happened. But I, I hope it does. I hope it does. I haven't talked to him forever. I, uh, one of my first acting gigs, early acting gig, uh, it's actually what got me into after at the time because, you know, they were separate then. Uh, was, I was a reenactor on America's Most Wanted. Uh, Zodiac Killer <laughs> oh, episode. Whoa. Nice. No. nice. Sweeps, sweeps, sweeps. Um, and so, like, it was shot up. It was when I was in San Francisco. And so that's where a lot of the Zodiac things happened in the Bay Area. So they shot that episode up there. They care um, about verisimilitude. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I played Mike Majot, who uh, he, if you saw the movie Zodiac, he's the guy that kind of survived a shooting and became a total recluse in Vallejo because he was with his girlfriend at the lake. Um, and they get, she died and he survived it and it traumatized him and stuff. So that was the part that I played. And then, um, it's the first time I've ever gotten hazard pay for anything. Like I've never gotten that in my life because Mm -hmm. they fired blanks at at the car, (laughs) which is loud, I guess. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, and it was weird, but I was just like, sweet. That's like 700 extra dollars. And I was in college and that was like a lot of money. That's Kind of awesome. I I, uh, I have a similar story. I was at a Western and I was a bad guy and I was getting shot by the hero. And I'm literally on this like janky little village out in the middle of the desert, which I'm sure you guys all know. And and so the guy who owned this place was also the gunsmith and the guy who made the blanks. And they wanted to shoot directly at me to get the camera angle. And the guy just kept assuring this old like German guy just kept assuring me that his blanks were great. And they're not going to hurt me. And uh, and so they shot and killed me, j- shooting the gun directly at me. Uh, I didn't. In the movie. In the movie. In the movie. I, am, okay. I am currently alive. I've been improvising with the ghost. <laughs> I, I did a commercial. Uh, it was for Mercedes-Benz through the ages. 100-year anniversary for the Super Bowl, directed by Michael Bay. Uh, Worse money I, than you thought it would be, right? That sounds like it'd be a lot of money. Oh yeah. No, I was, uh, this is the first thing I ever did also. And I was hired as a dancer cause he came to the Derby, saw me with my partner, said, this is exactly what I want. I want them dressed like this. I want everything. So we came thinking and the wardrobe people were very upset cause she gave me a dress that was strapless and I was doing a nine foot flip. And I kept telling her, I'm like, I can't, I can't land a nine foot flip with a strapless dress. And so she was upset. Anyway, long story short, I had to do a spin around. It was a backlot shot. And I had to do a spin as the camera would go down and come up. And every time I spun, 
you could see my dance shorts and his angle was up and like this. And he kept going, first of all, this is as much directing as he did. He'd go and action. And everybody, everybody was doing whatever they were supposed to do, but nobody knew what everybody else was doing. Like they had an elephant going, they had gladiators walking by. So I would do my spin to try and do a flip. And then he would cut and then go, I can see your dance shorts. And I finally, and I did, and I was trying not to get, but finally I just went, that sounds like kind of your thing. Like, I don't know. I can't. You said that to Michael Bay? And then he, he proceeded to fire, (laughs) fire me. And so then we, uh, then someone called SAG and SAG came down and they said, did you get hazard pay for this nine foot flip? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they said, where'd you get the clothes? Oh, these are my clothes. Oh, did you get your own wardrobe up? No. Well, where's the choreography? Well, we made it up. Did you get paid for any of this? And I said, no. And so then they said, well, we're suing him on your behalf. And they, and my partner, you know, anyway, I, all I wanted was a letter of apology from Michael Bay. And so I now have a letter of apology from Michael Bay. on set. You and Megan Fox. Actually, yeah. no, Megan Fox probably doesn't have an apology. No, I was going to say, I don't think so. Too bad. He's a great gifted filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, baby. We don't need to use protection. I only fire blanks, and I fire the best blanks in all of the world. Oh, good. All right. Well... You can proceed. I'm yeah, so excited. I'm going to shoot blanks right at your face. Yeah. Oh, wait, out of no. a gun? Yeah, you will not die. Oh, I oh, promise. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I uh, I was on set for something else. You have a gun. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. shooting something else at me. Wait, no, no. <laughs> I call my penis my gun. Yeah, I'm going to shoot blanks at you. Uh, uh, yes, but okay. Okay. It's with your <laughs> penis. I just wanted to be clear. Yes. Okay. Was, I have hybridized my penis into ha- mostly organic material, but also a gun. Look at it. Oh, what? okay. Um, now, do I uh, do I kneel down, or I'm not <laughs> sure of the angle. Oh my god. You're the girl from uh, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I've seen that thing a hundred times. <laughs> Uh, All right, what do you want me to sign? Oh, man, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, All right, whip it out. I'll sign it. Okay, uh, just give me a minute because I want to make sure I get your full name on there. I'm just going to put my initials on the basis of that. I'm just going to put my initials. And Uh, I only go by Amanda. Hey, this is a coffee shop? What the hell's going on? Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Oh my God! What is it from? You're from? Oh I can't quite mm-hmm. place it. Mm-hmm. Lethal what? weapon? That, mm, do you think I look like one of them? <laughs> no, yeah. no, mm-hmm. you don't. No. Yeah, she, yeah, she's done uh, lots of stuff. She, lethal weapon, hunt mm-hmm. for Red October. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell her about the other one. Tell her about the other one. Three Musketeers. Oh my God! <laughs> I I need you to sign something. Mm-hmm. I need you to sign something. All right, well, whip it out. <sighs> Oh, that's what's going mm-hmm. on here. Has no one seen Shark Tank? There are clearly tools out there for you men. Oh, actually, that's what I was just going to pull out. Is this? Uh, it only takes a few minutes to. <laughs> 
Tim, uh, you've been managing the Starbucks great, but ever since yesterday, when everyone just got naked in it, our sales have been through the roof. Oh my God. Well, I, I don't know how I could repeat that. I, I had a, a an honest-to-God real McCoy porn star in here. Well, you got to get more of those in here because you're, we're promoting oh. you to regional manager of this entire sector oh. of Starbucks. Jim, Jim, your your regional manager. That's such a great, great, great promotion. I'm so proud of you, honey. Mwah, mwah. Thank you. I, I just, I just, I just worry that you're you're giving uh-huh. up a certain a certain dream that you had inside. And 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 I want to see uh-uh. you succeed, but but really, uh-uh. is this- everything was a nightmare until now. Those weren't dreams. Those were nightmares. I had no idea I could be a regional manager with pornography all around me all day long. And, and Starbucks, uh, they, their national headquarters signed off on this in Seattle. I, I don't. I didn't speak directly to them, but a man with a lot of confidence, uh, I, I oozed confidence, walked right up to me. I'd never seen him before, but the way he spoke, I knew I was on to good things. And you checked his. You checked his credentials. Look what you've done, Science Slick Rick. Yes. Oh, God. Trey Pop and Daddies are still on top of the world in 2008. But look, everywhere you go, there is an orgy or a threesome happening at every public institution now. All right. Our, our music is just too erotic. I'm going to the Orange Julius to get it on. Did look, is this understand? really the worst? Is this the worst of all futures? There could be war or pestilence. Everyone's constantly experiencing maximum pleasure. And and it really makes sense. Horns are both phallic and vaginal all at the same time. Don't you understand? There's so many pregnancies now. The population has risen 48% over the last four years. The world's going to run out of resources. There's going to be overcrowding. Yes, we'll be swinging until the end, both kinds. But it's unfortunate that you did this. Don't you understand? We should have just had our couple good years. Have we popped too many cherries? We popped too many cherries and now we're all going to die. I, I, I feel responsible for this. There, there's got to be something I do. I can there do. is. You can go back to 1994 what? and break the band up before we've even existed as a band and none of this will happen. Yes. Mighty, mighty boss tones will get uh, the fans you would have had. Uh, and squirrel nut zippers will also get some, but it's probably better for the planet that cherry popping daddies never were. Ooh, that's tough. All right. I'll do it. I'll do what I have to do to protect the sanctity of our great planet. Thank you. 1995. Oh, it's early. It's so early to be digging through the mud, my little wormy friend. <laughs> you know, don't you ever wish we had legs or arms or anything so that we could, you know, do more than just wallow in the dirt? I like wallowing in the dirt. It's it's delicious. And, and then I poop it. And then that's delicious, too. It's just it seems like a lot of the dirt that you've been pooping ends up in my food. Yeah, but it's uh, nitrate rich and it's good for the earth. I don't know. I dream of being something bigger than a worm. Well, 
you know, we are up early, and good things happen when you're up with the sunrise. That's what they say. The early worm has the world at its fingertips. And the early worm has the world as its oyster. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. These taste way better than seeds. Thanks for listening to another episode of Original Understudies. This episode would not be possible without the unending support of our post-audio engineer and sound designer, Tolivo Kaleo, and our incredible cast, Aaron Martin, Kevin Prado, and Mike Del Rosso. We are running dangerously low on suggestions. Please send an email to originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com. I've been recording a couple episodes a week in preparation for a vacation I'm taking. And by recording more than one at a time, I'm not giving the usual refill time in between. So I'm running on fumes here, people. Bring me some suggestions. Original understudies. <laughs>